Hi, guys, and welcome to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome you guys back and thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast for us is really a labor of love and definitely vulnerability. And I think we're just so grateful that you guys are going on this journey with us, aren't you? I am. (laughs) So today is going to be kind of like a two-part episode. Does it all get mixed together in the end? (laughs) It combines. This is part one. And this is going to be a two-part episode on forgiveness versus trust. And so today, Brian and I are going to share some of our experiences with forgiveness and with trust. And then on the next episode, which will be part two, I'm actually bringing on a clinical psychologist to dig in further. So you want to make sure that you're looking for that episode because it's going to be really, really good. So diving right in, Brian, are you ready? I am. Okay. You know, I like to get your opinion at the start start of the podcast. So when you think of forgiveness and trust, what is your experience like? What do you think? Can you forgive someone with still having trust issues? What do you think about that? I think you can forgive somebody right away. You know, it's kind of like an act of God that if somebody asks you to forgive them, then... What if they don't ask you? Then you don't forgive them. Oh! No. No, not saying that at all. Um, well, I mean, a lot of times it comes down to your own healing and a lot of times your own deliverance as an act, you know, because that, that person, there, there's so many people out there, even with me and I know with you, that we've both forgiven, but they don't even know that maybe they offended us. You know, it could just be somebody. It doesn't yeah. have to be like something where they do something really horrible, you know, to you. It could just be something spoken, you know, that you were, um, maybe it hurt your feelings and you choose to forgive them. Right. You know, the, and they could be even somebody that you're around on a daily basis, or it could be somebody in a church or a friend and they've said something and, you know, it's, it's hurt and you choose to forgive them. And I think part of that forgiveness is to not tell them that. I mean, some, sometimes it's good to say, you know, you did. Well, like, yeah. If they're like, man, you look ugly today. Should you like say that kind of hurt my feelings? (laughs) Hear that or say, you don't look too swell yourself. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I'm saying there's times when, you know, I think it's good to go to somebody and say, you know, you're, you offended me, you know, or you hurt my feelings, but I've forgiven you. And then I think there's other times where it's just best just to not say anything. You Probably know, just, depending on the circumstance. Right. And, um, you know, just forgive and move on and not, 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 not even bring it up. And forgiveness is for ourselves because if we have unforgiveness in our hearts, it can keep us out of the kingdom of heaven. And if we have unforgiveness in our hearts, it can allow God not to work in a manner he wants to work to heal us from things that's that's hurt us in the past on the flip side trust yeah you can you can forgive somebody immediately because 
you know, you might be doing it, like I said, on your part to, to gain healing and to gain breakthrough and just to live in a spiritual way that God has asked us to live, to be forgiving as he is. But you can forgive that person, but yeah, it might take, might take a while to trust them. And I don't think God says you have to forgive and then immediately start trusting or, you know, so it can. Forgiveness can come immediately, but trust, trust is a thing that has to be built with the other person involved, obviously. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, for me, this was a really hard one. And to be completely honest, I'm still walking out some of this to some degree. I had always thought, I don't know, I don't even know where this thought even derived. I don't even know its origin. I don't know if it's just something that I thought from growing up, you know, from what I'd been taught. I don't even know. But I'd always thought that if you forgive someone, then you need to trust them. And distrust was only evidence that you really had not forgiven them. And when I say this was hard, that's really an understatement because it was really hard. You know, when you have that thinking ingrained in your mind for some reason that if I forgive you, then I have to put all trust in you. And if there's any, you know, lapse of trust, then I haven't forgiven you. I mean, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard because I remember when we were going through our hard times, I would forgive you over and over and over and over, but the trusting Brian part wasn't there. And so I would think I hadn't actually forgiven you. And to be honest, even like some people around me would even echo that response, which would only concrete my incorrect thinking. So I think, in fact, forgiveness, forgiveness is definitely a decision that you make. But on the other hand, trust is not the same <laughs> as forgiveness. And I've come to realize this. I've now come out of that thinking that trust and forgiveness walk hand in hand because they really don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? But forgiveness, like you were saying, trust really involves the other person. But forgiveness is on us. You know, forgiveness is on me. Forgiveness is on you. So no matter what happened, forgiveness has to come from me. Whether or not the person is sorry or whether or not they even admit what they did was wrong, um, harboring unforgiveness towards that person is really only injuring yourself. But... um. And I like this statement because it helped me. Forgiveness is a, it's a, I don't even know who said it, but forgiveness is given and trust is earned. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes, definitely that. Those two things are definitely, it's one of those things where even if you're not in a relationship with someone, maybe it's just a friend, um, could be a lifelong friend, could be just a, somebody just, you know, that hasn't been a friend that long, but. The, the forgiveness and trust that goes along with so many relationships, just not marital. Oh, but yeah. It becomes, it actually becomes, even if it's not a marital relationship, it's just a friendship. It, it becomes almost a standard of a marital friendship because when 
trust is broken, you know, even if it's just a regular friendship between two women or two men or what have you, um, you know, and that trust has to be regained. It's going to take both sides to, to work on that. You know, the, the one who has done whatever to become untrustworthy and the other person shows them forgiveness and they need to realize that and realize they've been forgiven and in turn build what they can or do what they can to build the trust back up of the other person. If your relationship is, yeah, if it's worth it to both parties, yeah. Yeah. It's going to take both sides working on it 50-50 to, mm -hmm. you know, and, and each one needs to respect the other one, you know, whether the one who was untrustworthy needs to respect the person that forgive them and the person that's forgiven needs to respect the one who's been untrustworthy if they actually do see them striving to become a trustworthy person again. But it's, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street there. Yeah. I know. I think what I've come to understand about trust is that it is fragile. <laughs> it, it is very fragile. And when it's broken, it definitely can be rebuilt. Or in some cases, you know, you can still rebuild, but you have to rebuild with boundaries put in place. Um, and I was also thinking about trust too. If you think about trust, it involves the future. Because when you give someone your trust, you are putting yourself in a vulnerable future state. So, so going back to that question I asked you at the beginning, can you forgive someone without trusting them? I would say my answer used to be no. But I now know that you can. You can forgive someone and still struggle with trusting someone. I mean, we always need to strive to forgive people because, I mean, goodness, Jesus has forgiven us for so much. So how could we look at someone and say, what you did to me is unforgivable? I mean, I know a lot of the things that we walked through, I was tempted to put them in that category of this is unforgivable. But then when I look at, you know, what Jesus calls infidelity, it's basically choosing something else over him. And I have done that thousands of times. And so I've been unfaithful to him. And so he knows what that feels like. So yeah, we definitely always need to strive to forgive, but there might be some instances where you need to put up healthy boundaries to protect yourself. And I just want to say again, you know, forgiveness is not the same as trust. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we got people we know and friends that has been through some bad stuff, even like family members who have molested their children that chose to forgive. And I know there's a lot that we went through that's tough for you to swallow, but there's a lot of people going through a lot of things that, you know, it's, it's hard to forgive. But like I said, I think it really comes down to just being like Christ and, and taking that step and seeing what it does for our own breakthrough. I mean, it's not to sound, I guess, selfish, but I think it does. I really think it comes down to ourself and what we 
and our forgiveness of others and what doors that allows God to open in our lives. Yeah. You know, that makes me think about your mom and dad's dog, Sam. Oh, Sam. Yeah. Well, this dog was in a cage majority of its life. Almost all its life, actually. Yeah, pretty much. And they would open the door for him to come out, you know, maybe once every couple weeks. And they would let him out for maybe an hour or two. And then he'd go back into his cage, you know, for weeks. And there was times when they would open the door and he didn't even know it was open. And so they would open it for a couple hours. He would not even realize it and stay in his cage. And then they would close it again. And that's kind of like what unforgiveness is like. You're a prisoner in a cage where God has opened the door for you. You just have to walk through it. And forgiveness is like going through that door because forgiveness or unforgiveness keeps you're you're the Sam in the cage, basically. And God opens the door and he's like, if you'll just forgive this person. And guys, I just want to say forgiveness is not excusing the other person's behavior. It is not deleting a memory. It's healing a memory. Forgiveness is not making the other person right. It's making us free. I want you guys to get that. Because forgiveness, yes, it releases you from the tie, the anger, what the anguish, whatever that person caused you. But forgiveness brings so much more freedom to you. What is that statement about drinking poison? Do you remember what that is? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> It's a statement about like what unforgiveness does to you. It's like drinking poison, hoping the other person will die. Yeah. <clears throat> On the flip side of things, like with me and you, there was a time when I went through, and a lot of people do, they try to go through or forgiving themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. Here, here I did things wrong, which hurt you, which in turn, you're working on forgiving me. but. And then me building trust. But then there's sometimes that shift where the one who has caused these things can't forgive themselves. And I know I went through that too. That's a good point. And I talked to our pastor Darren about that and the lifestyle he lived before being a pastor. He had trouble forgiving himself at times too. So, you know, what do you do at that point? Because you're getting trying to get forgiveness from the person you hurt. You're the herder and you can't forgive yourself. So, you know, so it's like, well, that's a, you know what? I'm really glad you brought that up because that's a hard, that's almost harder, I think, because you need the person to forgive you, but you're also battling with trying to forgive yourself. Right. And that's where God really steps in and you just have to allow him to take full control because that is just a direct attack from the enemy. And like I said before, it's always funny how Satan pulls us into things, gets us where he wants us, and then when God delivers us, 
he makes us feel guilty, you know, and it's like, it's, it, 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 it's, and I've said this before, it, it almost, I don't want to say it angers me, but just to think that, you know, I've said it, Satan absolutely paid nothing for our salvation. There's nothing he did that cost him anything, you know, but everything he has to offer us costs so much for us to pay is a price that we have to pay. And God redeems us and brings, sets us free from that stuff. And it don't cost us anything with God. It costs God everything. It costs his son dying on a cross for us. So just remember that, that, you know, when you're struggling Satan, to forgive, Satan never paid a price for anything. And he wants us to fall in a trap where it costs us everything. And God is willing to bring us out of that. Charge us nothing because it costs him everything for his son that died for our sins. So that should, that should clear our minds at times. Like who do we follow? And I know, I know it's hard. Like I get that, you know, say somebody did something horrific to you or to your child or to your family. Those are hard things to forgive. And so we're not just flippantly saying, oh, forgive, go forgive. It's that easy. Yeah. We're not saying that at all. No, it's a process. And God, I also want to say, God knows how hard forgiveness can be. He's not like, oh, just forgive. He knows that this is going to be a process and he is fully committed to be in this process with you. He's not looking at you like with judgment, like, you know, forgive. It's a one-time thing, you know, forgive and never talk about it again. He knows that's not possible. We're human beings and he doesn't expect that. I've heard people say, when you forgive, you never bring it up again. I don't know in what universe that is even possible, especially if you're a woman. <laughs> not in our universe. I know that. <laughs> Do we need counseling? <laughs> no. Not today. <laughs> no. Maybe next week. Yeah. No, but to be honest, that's really God is God is not a fast food fast service God. He knows that most of the things that we walk through in life are a process. And if you go back to even, you know, things that happen in the medical world, majority of what happens to you medically, physically, you know, if you have an injury, there's never an immediate overnight, you're fixed. Everything is gone. There's no more pain done. It's always a process. And I feel like people need to give their emotions, give themselves as you're walking through forgiveness with someone that maybe doesn't even care. You know, they're like, don't forgive me. I don't care. You know, and if that's the case, I am sorry. I am truly, truly sorry. But I, I just want to tell you, forgiveness is for you. It is for you. And like I said, it is not excusing the other person. It's not deleting the memory. And it's not making the other person right. But it is setting you free. It's about you. It's about you. It's a process. And God knows that. That's, that's the thing. <clears throat> God knows our hiccups before we even see them coming. 
you know, he knows we might mess up in the process of forgiving or healing. But like I said last night at church and prayer meeting, you know, just we need to remember if we're going, if we're moving forward, that's all that matters. And we're not moving back. And, you know, I, I use the analogy that you can take three steps forward. And a lot of times if we take one step back, we think we've failed. But if you take three steps forward and you take two steps back, you're still, you're still one step ahead. So, you know, there's going to be times we, we fall back or we, we have a bad day and. Or we relapse or whatever. We don't feel like we've advanced, but as long as we're moving forward, that's all matters. I know. And you know, even like in our last podcast, we talked about the really hard thing that, you know, we walk through and we're still kind of walking through, you know, I was so tempted to just shame myself and just be like, I've done, you know, so bad and, you know, fell off the ladder and all of these things. Fell off the wagon. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't fall off. But in all reality, when you're looking at it from God's view, you didn't fall off anything. You just stopped walking. You just stood still. And he's just putting his arm out like, come on, let's get going again. Like you didn't digress. You didn't go backwards. You literally just paused. And sometimes a pause in life is okay. You know, like y'all ever watching a movie and you push pause to go get some, you know, a pause can be a good thing. A pause. <laughs> You're wanting some popcorn right now. Aren't you? I was just thinking what you pause to go get. <laughs> what would I pause to go get? I know. I know. But I just want to encourage you guys that trust is rebuilt over time and it requires a track record. You were right. It does. And also forgiveness is not allowing the person to keep hurting you and doesn't mean you have to include that person in your life to have forgiven them. And I think sometimes that can be a misconception with people. You're like, oh, well, if I forgive this person, that means I have to embrace them back into my life. And that is not the case, you guys. That is not the case. If you have someone who has done something harmful to you, harmful to your family, and you've forgiven them, you do not have to, with arms wide open, bring that person back into your life, especially if they don't even acknowledge that they did anything wrong. You know, wisdom is within boundaries. I think the person who has broken trust has a harder position. If, if it's going to work, I think they have the harder position of gaining trust than the person it is for forgiveness. Because if, if you want to gain that person's trust, you're, gonna, you're really going to have to work on that relationship. I mean, like I said, it's going to be almost a marital status, whether it's just a friendship mm-hmm. with just an everyday friend. But you're or gonna even have family. To, you're going to invest time and effort into regaining that trust. It's not just going to be like, you show back up and here I am, you know, and everything's good again. It don't work that way. Oh, I know. I know. I know that was a concept I had to unlearn and relearn that forgiving like Jesus. <laughs> I think I must have learned this from my past. <laughs> um, forgiving like Jesus does not mean 
allowing someone to continue to mistreat you, abuse you, slander you, you know, whatever. Some people need to be forgiven from a distance and that is okay. I know Real Talk Kim says too many people are putting people in the front row of your life when they really need to be up in the balcony and not yeah, isn't that good? I'm in the balcony. That's pretty far away. That's pretty far away. But not everyone in your life deserves a front row seat. Sometimes, you know, if there's things where it's like, okay, this was done. This was like really even not even acknowledged that what was done was not right. Well, then it's the balcony now. <laughs> Yeah, and a true friend or um, husband or wife. It could be anybody. Husband oh, you're wife. you're husband always in my front row. You're always in my front row. <laughs> no, uh, what I was saying, a true husband or wife or a true friend, a lot of times, I mean, if they legitimately know, a lot of times the other person don't have to say anything. They know that they've offended or hurt somebody. Or so... That's a huge thing too. If if they know it and they they legitimately know it, and and they choose not to ask forgiveness or to try to work things, I think that's a huge you know that's that's a huge red flag too. Because there's times when I do little things, I I know what upsets you or you you know that things upset me, and we're really good at about coming together and just it's actually just breaking the enemy's back. It's like a tool that the enemy's trying to use to separate or to divide. And we've gotten good at discerning those things and just saying, we're sorry, you know, just right from the get go, we're sorry. And I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Or I'm sorry, you know, it might have came out wrong. It might have just been something spoken that came out wrong. But, you know, when the other person puts effort into asking forgiveness right away, that's a huge plus in the healing process. Oh, yeah, I think it. I definitely agree with that. And in closing this out, I just want to say the bottom line is trust and forgiveness are not the same. But we all need to find a way to forgive others. And God will always lead us that way if we go to him. He knows it's not easy. He knows it's not easy. He's not okay with people hurting other people. He's not okay with the injustice that's going on in our world. He's not okay with families being split apart and divorce and kids being thrown around. He's not okay with it. But if we go to him, he will always lead us. You know, there's so many times I had to go to him and be like, God, I need help forgiving because I don't think I can do it. And he will help you. I mean, what? That is such an honest statement. I don't think I can forgive, but I need you to help me. You know, I mean, I would love that. I would love if my kid was like, would you teach me how to forgive somebody? It's like, yes, of course I will. Yeah, especially with kids, children. I mean, they're like, you know, all kids watch their parents. Kids watch any, anybody. I mean, what you don't have to be a parent. You could be an aunt, an uncle. You could just be somebody that's in their life. But 
be to be able to pass that trait down to children, you know, because kids they do watch. I mean, they that's what's wrong with our nation right now, you know, because kids are watching fathers and mothers that aren't acting like fathers and mothers. And, you know, that's part of the reason why the world is in the shape it is. But, you know, just to have those traits of forgiveness and, you know, even just like with us coming together and praying sometimes, just me and you, you know, hugging each other and praying and our kids seeing that, you know, it's passing down something that is instilled in them that they can use in their families when they become, you know, when they become older and have a family themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to close this out and I want to encourage you guys to tune in to next week's episode. It's going to be part two. I'm actually going to be talking to um, Dr. Maddie Stonier, who's a licensed clinical psychologist, and she's going to be talking about trust versus forgiveness. And she's really going to go into the clinical side of things, neuro neurological side of things to really talk about what unforgiveness does, but also like on your mind and your emotions and your body, but also on how to trust if you're having issues, what you can do if trust is unsafe in your environment. And so we just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure if you have um, any questions or you have a podcast topic you'd like us to talk about, you can go to our website at makingbeautywiththeashes.com and connect with us there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, we, we bless, bless you. you.